Hey, this is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. I gotta check Twitter because who knows what happened while I was sleeping those six hours, <laughs> those five hours, you know, what geek, uh, what geek news broke. And then this morning I had no time at all. I didn't sleep well and I got up, I had to get to work right away. And yeah, you know, I'm a normal dude. I got a normal day job. Got to do stuff. You know, it doesn't revolve around a time of geekdom like I wish it could. But mm-hmm. so I get to work, get to work right away. Boss is in the office. So I got to really, really work. Uh, not that I slack off at all, but you know, I can take my time a little more, but Boss is in the office. You want to look good to the boss. He's a nice guy. I like him. I want to work hard for him. So didn't have time to look at the Twitter. And then I finally do. And I see Matt or Justin. I can't remember which one uh, on the Two Broke Geeks Twitter talking about uh, uh, Fantastic Four possibly going back to Marvel. Uh, well, from, yeah. Hang on. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, from Fox. And I'm like, what? I don't. Whatever. And I'm like, like I just missed. This is a pretty big thing. You know, if this is true. That's a big deal. This is like Spider-Man, not as big as Spider-Man, but it's big. Like, oh, whatever. I'll, you know, if there's a, if it's true, I'll, I'll get to it tonight after work, and I'll post an article about it. At lunch, I get to look at it again, and pff, blew up in everybody's faces. It's not true. You guys predicted it wouldn't be true. And, uh, like, <laughs> it started at denageek.com, and those guys are all right. Those guys aren't the big scoop fiends that most of these people are, but they are. They do like mm-hmm. scoops, but they're not a clickbait website. Right. Um, those guys are from the UK and they're pretty cool. And, uh, I don't, I don't blame them. Those are, I blame their source, but, uh, so the story went <laughs> and it's kind of a ridiculous story to me. And it's not, again, this isn't any geek's fault. I don't blame them. It's just a stupid story, but that Fox was going to give over fantastic Four to Marvel in exchange for some X-Men TV rights, which is cool because like the, t- the day before we heard, we're going to get um, Legion, a TV series on FX, and then the Hellfire Club TV show on Fox, uh, which for me, I'm I'm into. I like X-Men stuff. I don't really like Legion all that much, but I'm into Hellfire Club for sure. Um, why not? Uh, we'll, we'll get into a different subject on, on this topic later. But I'm like, that, that, that seems pretty flimsy. This is, this is all you get, really, mm-hmm. in exchange for what should be a money-making franchise. Uh, well, they they keep failing, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what where that comes from is uh, they've wanted to do TV X Men for right. a while now. So right. this isn't new. This is almost like somebody said, "Hey, you remember that thing that 
they said they wanted to do a while ago but couldn't. Well, now they're doing this thing that they really want to do. And I don't know if it would be a bad trade on Fox's part if it was true. I mean, uh, they do really well by the X-Men. Mm-hmm. But I just – as soon as I read even the rumor, I'm like, no, that <laughs> happened really fast. Yeah. Well, I am, what I think will probably happen is since Fox doesn't even have to go into production on a Fantastic Four movie f- until 2022, right. I think, seven years, they'll probably just hang on to it and let it quietly go back to Marvel rather than try to do all this fanfare stuff. They'll probably just you know, sit on it until they revert back to Marvel anyway. I'd like that to be the case, but they're actually still really excited to go forward with the sequel. Uh, I don't think that's, I don't think that's true. Cause if you remember, <laughs> right, no, if, seriously though, if you remember right after Green Lantern, DC kept saying the same exact oh, sure, thing. They sure. kept saying, we know that this movie didn't do well, but we're going to go straight ahead right into the sequel. You're going to get a Green Lantern sequel. You're going to get a Green Lantern sequel. And they just said that for, you know, three, four months after the movie didn't do well and then just stopped talking about it. And that movie never happened. And here we are waiting for the reboot. Exactly. So Which, I think this. I'll patiently wait for that. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I just yeah, have I, a I can hold off. <laughs> Yeah, I just fingers crossed that we get a good Hal Jordan or a good John Stewart, you know, whatever it's going to be, and mm. that uh, we get a good writer and a good director. Like I, I would, I just want the perfect <laughs> thing. It's 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 a tough thing to ask for. Fingers but, crossed, it's good and made right. by good people. Dude. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> because I like Ryan Reynolds a lot, and I you know, and I don't He's blame good and stuff. I don't blame him. I don't. I can't blame him for for the failure of Green Green Lantern, and I like. You know, oh, no. I like play Blake Lively. She's fun to look at, and uh, I don't know. A lot went wrong with that movie. Yeah, so. that movie was entirely not Ryan Reynolds' fault. No, 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 no. Okay, so I, yeah, I wanted to get that out of the way because that was the big quasi news of the day. <laughs> uh, so it made me feel good. The, the moral of the story is it made me feel all right that I don't break stories all the time on our website, and you know, I don't, I don't technically break any stories. I don't get. I don't have no, sources. No. I don't have sources. You know, I just kind of regurgitate news and put our spin on it by saying, you know, you know, our opinions mm-hmm. on the news, which is all I've ever wanted to do. Yeah. Um. So, all right, we got that garbage out of the way. Let's uh, let's uh, well, let's go back in time. Uh, we were off last week. No, no geek out last week. So we'll jump a little bit back to. I'm sorry, this is going to depress you, Matt, but New York Comic Con happened over mm-hmm. the weekend. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get That's you guys. Right. We're gonna get you guys there next year. Such I'm going depressed. next year for Just sure. Depression, <laughs> and that stuff. I like. Uh. <laughs> Why? Um, Why? Yeah. Oh, because I uh, I was supposed to go. No, 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 then... I was saying. Oh. <laughs> it's just oh, like you're okay. such anguish over it. So <laughs> right. I could feel it over over the airwaves. Yeah. Uh, so there was some cool news that came out of there. We got some some fun quote unquote what they call sizzle reels or sizzle trailers for arrow and the flash. And, um, I, you know, briefly, I'll just say, cause I know Matt watches it. Uh, arrow has been good so far. Yeah. Um, better than last year. And it's only been two episodes. I am really, you know, I, I'll preface by saying this. I hope she gets back to the character that I fell in love with. Felicity irritates me now. Um, 
So, oh, yeah. Like in the second right. episode, she's she's jumping on Mr. Terrific because they have to fire people. And she's whining that, well, they came back and now they have to deal with these problems. And it's like, okay, but now you're just admitting that you ran away from your problems. Speedy would still be going crazy while you're in your paradise suburbia. And these ghosts and Damien Dark would be ruling the city without you. I mean, mm-hmm. you'd rather you'd rather not be there helping. You, you know, I don't understand why she's whining. Like, no. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. And I'm hoping she gets. You know, I, there's moments when I'm like, oh, there she is. There she is. There's the the felicity I like. I and, think she's the person that's in the grave. Uh, you know, you know that's the obvious one. That's the I think that's the most popular answer. But we'll see because you know. We've talked about it before. I don't, I don't know if Barry would be late to that, or but you know he did say it's because of Zoom. Um, yeah, and Zoom, looks, Zoom is awesome. I, they're they're mm-hmm. killing it with that production of of that character. Yep. Uh, so that's gonna be great. Okay, I don't want to get too much into that because you know a lot okay, of guys, okay. a lot of guys aren't watching those shows, uh, or Danny's not, and some people might not have seen the episodes yet. So. Um, yeah, you got into some real babble there for me. I'm so behind on that show. There's a bunch of terms you threw out right in a row, and I was like. Language. Yeah, Yeah. I remember the name Felicity. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got some news that Scott Rudin is going to produce the Justice League Dark movie that we Mm. all thought wasn't happening. Um, Mm. I'm okay with it. I'm ready for it. I think it'd be cool to see Constantine and hopefully Zatanna, maybe Swamp Thing, you know, a a different kind of, you know, they can kind of do the Guardians of the Galaxy thing with that roster. Um, and hopefully make it good, but you know, who knows? Uh, originally Guillermo del Toro wrote the script and was going to direct it, but he's not going to do that anymore. He's going to serve as a producer, but it's still his script and they're going to kind of retool it a little bit. But, uh, until I start seeing casting, I'm not going to say it's happening yet, but yeah, I mean, I did on the website say maybe it's still happening and it looks like it is, but until they start casting and you know, they put a date on it well, there is no date on it yet. So we know how like these these Marvel and DC studios like to plan forty years in advance. So until there's a date, oh, it's not yeah. official. <laughs> so um, uh, speaking of a date, we got a date for uh, Ant Man sequel uh, and a title: Ant Man, Ant Man and Wasp and the Wasp. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to see the costume. She she wasn't wearing it, but we got to see the costume in the the cutscene uh, at the end. The credit scene uh, and the date that that movie is coming out will be on July 6, 2018. And that, if you remember, was the original date for Black Panther, which will now be on February 16th. So that year, the two Marvel movies will be um, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Black Panther's first solo flick. So mm. there, there you go. And then... <clears throat> Uh, they announced that the Captain Marvel film, which please, oh, please, oh, please do not cast the UFC woman, Ronda Rousey. I do not want her in this movie as Captain Marvel. Maybe that's not popular, but I just don't want it. Um, no, everyone seems to be really against her. I, she's great. I, you know, she's a good fighter. I, I, I just, she can't hold a movie by herself, I don't think. She's not that kind of actress yet. Maybe she can be. They give Vin Diesel movies and he can't hold a movie. So. Yeah, touche, sir. Was it the, the Witch Hunter? Is that the new one? The Witch Hunter yeah, with Elijah yeah. Wood, and Elijah Wood's like a priest. <laughs> that makes me think of that. Tobey Maguire is in that movie. I feel so bad for him every time I see the ad for that movie. Who is? Who'd you say? Michael Caine. Oh, you mean Michael Caine? Michael Caine. Yeah. 
Oh, nobody's said, nobody's here that rips on my Michael Caine impression. Tom does, Jenny does. They all rip on it. I think it's brilliant. Uh, the size of a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So Captain Marvel is going to move from November 2nd, 2018 to March 8th of 2019. And then they gave us three mystery dates. Uh, May 1st, 2020. July 10, 2020. And November 6th, 2020. So we'll have three Marvel movies in 2020. Oh, goodness. Any speculation? I want, I want your three best guesses, Danny. Um, okay, May 1st, 2020. Um, it's the Danny movie. See. That's Danny's I'm gonna birthday. S- I would say <laughs> I'll be 32. <laughs> you old man. That'll be the movie. That'll be the movie. <laughs> Danny's birthday celebration. Yeah. Did you guys ever read that classic Marvel comic, Danny's birthday celebration? <laughs> you, know, totally, totally. you know, I should really it's get totally, a new copy. It's totally rip off beat the up. Avengers. <laughs> Um, okay. You don't want any guess any other ones or serious guesses? No, I can't. No, uh, I'm really bad at that kind of stuff. Alright, alright. Well, I to... think they'll be they'll end up being sequels, even like Doctor Strange Black Panther two, um uh not Captain Marvel two, but maybe wait, when does Inhumans come out? Inhumans will 19? be the last one before this. It'll be July twelfth, twenty nineteen. That's the last one. Okay, Marvel so movie. it won't be in humans too. It'll probably be like yeah, it'll, then it'll probably be Captain Marvel too or something like that. Maybe. Captain Marvel's twenty eighteen now? Yeah. So uh, yeah, no no, twenty nineteen. Either that or it'll be like Ant Man three or Guardians something like three. That. Guardians three, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Because I don't think they're gonna do any more Iron Man solo flicks. No, they won't. Um, they're not supposed to do any more of those, and I, <clears throat> I doubt they'll do another Captain America or after Civil War. Yeah, because this phase is really supposed to be the phase where they Transition. phase those guys right. out and right. phase some of the yeah. So maybe you'll get a Wasp movie, or maybe you know everybody keeps pining for a, a Black Widow solo film, but I don't think that's happening. I don't um, think it's. I think it would be good enough. <laughs> To be honest, right. I, don't I think love the character. You... you know, I like I like what Scarlett Johansson's done with it. But for her to carry a whole movie, I just don't know. And again, this isn't a sexist comment. I just don't mm. think it's interesting enough for an entire I don't, movie. Well, I don't think the character is. Yeah, I don't think the character has enough story. And I think she made some enemies with what happened in Age of Ultron. Mm, yeah, pushing Hulk the way she did. And speaking of Hulk, let's get to she some could news. do a Born Identity kind of movie. Ah, uh, you really ruined my segue. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Ah, oh, you trampled all over it. So we'll get to it later. Um, all right. So, all right. Yeah, those, those, yeah, sequels. I don't think they're going to introduce any new characters for those ones. Um, I don't know who who's left to introduce. Uh, but I mean, there's plenty. But um, yeah, who knows? Uh, maybe they have. Maybe one of them's going to be Fantastic Four. No, no laughs. Okay. Hmm. That's just how improbable that is. Yeah, I think Thor, Rag- <laughs> Th- Thor Ragnarok is going to be the, the last Thor movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then they'll go to She-Thor. Uh, <laughs> I love it. What do you do that? Um, the high-pitched. I, that would be actually pretty cool. I don't think they'll do it, but I think I'd like it a lot. Well, spoiler alert here. Do you know who the She-Thor was? Like, they held it a secret for the whole arc. Oh, no. Yeah, it was Jane. Right. Jane Foster. Jane Foster. With yeah. cancer. Okay. That, I, with I haven't cancer. read that, and I could have saw that coming. <laughs> well, they did a good job of masking it. Okay, it could have been a lot but... of people, but at the same time, <clears throat> she was she was actually the only one that really didn't come up, like, in, in the Inquisition of who it could be. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> 
They even went to Quake, um, Daisy, Daisy Johnson from Shield. Because mm. I guess she, she dated, or maybe I'm thinking of a different character. But there's already a, then. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. So that's the Marvel news. There's a bit of Marvel news later. We'll get to. But uh, here's some X Men news. That's technically Marvel, but it's more Fox. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse is being teased at being a longer movie than all the rest of them, which, you know, it's the last of the Singer series, is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, it's the, it's, well, it's the last of the Days of Future Past trilogy. Actually, he's he's saying it's the the last of, yeah, the last of those six films, uh, the first three, and then these three. Um, And then they're going to, I think they're going to keep the the younger cast and then move forward. Like the yes. the, new, the new storm yeah. and the new whatever, but they're not going to stop making these movies. Um, oh no! And here's the official synopsis of X Men Apocalypse. If you're all ready for it, mm-hmm. good. All right, fire Sen- away in the words of the immortal Pat Benatar. <laughs> Since the dawn of civilization, he was worshipped as a god. Apocalypse, the first and most powerful mutant from Marvel's X Men universe, amassed the powers of many other mutants, becoming immortal and invincible. Upon awakening after thousands of years, he is disillusioned with the world, as are we all, as he finds it and recruits a team of powerful mutants, including a disheartened Magneto, uh, with the parenthetical Michael Fassbender there, to cleanse mankind and create a new world order over which he will reign as the fate, excuse me, will reign, period, as the fate of the earth hangs in the balance, uh, Raven, Mystique, Jennifer Lawrence, with the help of Professor X... And must lead a team of young X-Men to stop their greatest nemesis and save mankind from complete destruction. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, your excitement for this movie, Matt? Um, well, I really like Days of Future Past. Uh, maybe like an 8. I think this movie will, or I hope this movie is going to turn out pretty darn good after the uh, promise of Days of Future Past. I think, so. Matt, I think Matt took some happy pills tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Days of Future Past a whole lot. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if I can get another movie that's that good, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I've been I've been happy with First Class and Days of Future Past. Uh, Days of Future I Past. still haven't seen First Class, but I saw <laughs> no, Days First of Class Past. is good. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, um, it's a good one. See it. Yeah, uh, Danny, your excitement level for Apocalypse? Oh, definitely around an eight. Yeah, it's it too. It's uh, I'm gonna see. I'll see that movie. I'll see. They got my 15 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see your eights. And I'll raise it to a nine just because of Olivia, Olivia Munn. Um, okay, sure. But there you go. Yep, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, you know, I like Psylocke, the character, so it would be cool to mm-hmm. see her in a big, a bigger role. Um, and, you know, no Wolverine in this one, as far as I know. So I'm happy there. Well, yeah, he's done, right? No, he's doing a solo Wolverine and then he's done. Okay. One uh, and done. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I expect it to be good. My expectations are about the same as Days of Future Past. You know, I hope they don't mm-hmm. screw it up. And um, I think it'll be fun. I like Apocalypse, too. So the... the I uh, like Days of Future Past. But that was last year, right? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, last year, a year before, yeah. I like that better than a couple of the other movies that came out that year. Um, now I gotta look up what movies came out last year because I can't even remember. <laughs> There's so many now. Yeah, I can't well, even remember. <laughs> trust me, I'm gonna be covering it soon when I start wrangling yeah, up the uh, the Atomies. Yeah, it was 
of last year. So I got to look up comic book movies from 2014. Anyway, continue on. I'm in my own. I'm caught in a loop now. <laughs> uh, speaking I'm of in my own obsession. Speaking of, we're going to get Matt and Justin to help us uh, with our, our award show at the beginning of the year. Uh, the Atomis. The first ever Atomis. So we're going to. We're going to vote, and then you're gonna, you guys are going to be able to vote at Atomic Geekdom, and then on the website, too, for these categories once we announce them. We're going to wait for the year to finish, of course. We want to be able to include such fantastic films as, uh, you know, my mind just went completely blank. The new Paranormal Activity, and... Oh, uh, yeah, that's going to be at the top of the list. And this little, indi- sure. this little, indie, this little f- indie movie yeah. made named Star Wars... I have no idea what, what you're talking about. You are, you're not including Pan. How dare you, <laughs> sir? I wanted to How avoid that because I have, I have fr- we have friends on Twitter that are excited about that movie. <laughs> well, they apparently didn't go see it because apparently nobody went. Oh really? So, oh man, it did. They're very excited bad. for it to come out on DVD. <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah. it did very badly. Uh yeah, I heard it wasn't. Gonna be that good. I, I'm pretty bummed though. I did want to go see Crimson Peak. I had some screener passes to go on Tuesday, but I'm still, as you can hear from my voice, recovering from a pretty nasty cold. So yeah. I uh, I had to miss it. But uh, I think that's gonna be a good movie too. Um, For sure. Okay, we we heard the possibility, and I think I know where Matt's gonna lie on this one. All three of us know what the Killing Joke is, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Danny's read it, right? Yes, I have, and okay. I enjoyed revisiting it in Arkham Knight. Oh, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yes. Uh, the news broke that DC Animated will consider letting it be R-rated. Uh, the oh, animated, yes. The animated version yeah. of this film. Now, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, no. They were able to make the Dark Knight Returns without being an yeah, R-rated. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And it was very well done, I think. Yes. Um, so I think they can they can do all right without that. Uh, I, yeah, don't, I don't know if they want fine. if they want the R-rated thing for the you know when when he strips her, her Barbara naked and takes pictures of her and shows him to Gordon if that's what they want but the comic book didn't show her naked so right the comic books showed like her laying on her side you saw like a butt cheek and her right. side you knew she was naked but you didn't have to <clears throat> see it all it doesn't the movie would gain nothing from being R-rated. The comic isn't even R-rated. Yeah. So it's like, what is the what is the point? What would you be doing in that film that would be worthy of an R-rating? Uh, newsflash, in The Dark Knight, the Joker jammed a pencil into a man's eye, and that got <laughs> rated PG-13. So yeah, I've watched... And it was awesome. <laughs> I rewatched uh, a couple of the newer DC animated movies because I, I love those animated movies. Um, and I rewatched the the Aquaman one. Was it Justice League: Throne mm-hmm. of Atlantis? Oh, that's so good, dude! They swear up a storm in that movie. They drop yeah. a couple s bombs. Uh, you want to talk about? Have you seen Assault on Arkham? Yeah, yet? yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. So I mean, an R rating at this point in our society and our rating is for full frontal nudity, more than one F bomb. Although the Martian managed to get in two into a PG 13 movie, which was amazing. Um, (laughs) Or for just rivers of blood, just extreme gore. 
none of those need to be in a comic book movie. I still maintain those don't even have to be in Deadpool. I mean, we're getting a Deadpool movie that has all that stuff, but even the Deadpool comic doesn't have all that stuff. So I just maintain that that's a weird thing for a comic book film, animated or otherwise, to be R-rated. It's, mm-hmm. you know, unless it's something like Daredevil, which actually did benefit from being that dark and that violent or maybe the Punisher, although I think you could just as easily have a really good PG-13 Punisher movie. Yeah. Uh, Danny, do you want to add anything? Well, I just want to say that I, yeah, there, you can get away with a lot, honestly. I don't know. I don't know if either of you have watched Legend of Korra yet, but it was a, is a cartoon on Nickelodeon that uh, at certain points features an asphyxiation on screen, uh, uh, a murder suicide. Uh, <laughs> like, this is on the uh, Nickelodeon. This is on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Like it's really dramatic and it's really intense and it gets really high stakes. Sometimes. Oh, I go, I go to the Clone Wars, Star Wars, Clone Wars. That's on Disney, and that was pretty violent. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's there's war. not, there's not blood, <laughs> but uh, I mean, you got Jedi straight up slicing and dicing people. Yeah, well, yep. it's hilarious. Remember Darth Maul? That was the funniest thing I saw that year. It was more of his face <laughs> <laughs> flipping down the, the <laughs> shaft there. Uh, yeah, so, you know, if it's R-rated, I, whatever. It's, I don't think it's the best move, but There's it ways doesn't to have do to it. Be. Like, I mean, honestly, I can't remember what Arkham Knight was rated, but the way that they handled the actual scene, like the murder scene. Oh, of that. dude, I watched uh, another great animated uh, movie with Flashpoint Paradox, Justice League Flashpoint mm-hmm. Paradox. Mm-hmm. Amazingly yep. well done. I, I kind of don't like the art in that one because they make the muscles and like they like just real super crazy. But uh, the story, like every character is the rock. Wonder Woman straight up kills a kid. Like she straight up kills Billy Baxton. Uh, Baxton, uh, you know, Shazam. <laughs> one of the Shazam kids in the alternate mm-hmm. timeline, she straight up kills the dude. And then you see her, she doesn't, they don't show it, but she raises the head of Mira after she cuts her head off. Like it's brutal. It's, uh, and I don't think that was R rated. It probably should have been, but, um, no, but yeah, I don't know that that's another good one with the, the last scene of making Bruce Wayne cry is amazing. Oh yeah. You don't, totally. You don't, yeah. You, but it, is it really that hard to make Bruce Wayne cry? I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> simultaneous yeses danny i know i know you shut down um, yeah pretty much i think i'm the only one here that would have watched the first episode of the walking dead i don't think matt does. i watched it uh oh that's right you're caught up um i, wa- I watched the heck out of that one that was enjoyable yes it was it was uh, incredibly enjoyable <laughs> i love loved black and white for the the past scenes so so good didn't they do that last season I, probably beginning a fifth season. I'm probably. pretty sure they did that when they were escaping from Terminus. I think part of that is they, they used to re-air the first season in black and white as an homage to Night of the Living Dead. Yes. Uh, so and they, they just started doing it in the show. I think they did. Yeah, I think it's it's a cool touch. I like it. Uh, it's nice. It, it convey it allows them to jump further in time. Yeah, and, and do do cooler things because they've been there so long or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, just a thumbs up first episode. We'll see where it goes from here. Yes. Uh, casting news on a show that I know I know Matt loathes. Uh, Paul Rubens is cast to re, uh, you know, recast, I guess, to play Penguin's father on Gotham. Oh, boo, Ernst. 
That is the <laughs> you worst. actually said Burns. <laughs> he was in like the second worst Batman movie, and now he is on the worst Batman TV show. Boo Earns garbage. <laughs> All right, not a fan of Pee Wee, huh? Matt, not don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> how do you feel about Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Uh, fine with Pee Wee. Okay. I'm not fine right. with him. Do, what do you think of his performance as Buffy? I've not watched Buff all the way through. That's the movie. He's in the, the movie. The movie, yeah. I've never seen it. <laughs> you're you're okay with that. That's fine. Um, yeah, you're not missing out. I just wanted to bring it up because I knew I knew I know how much Matt hates that TV <laughs> show. <laughs> so, uh, I enjoy it, and I really like season two. But uh, that but that's all I'm going to say about it tonight. And you can check out my article on atomicgeekman.com. The 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 case. I did. did what do you think? It's your article's fine. I you. <laughs> That's fine. I don't. I don't want everybody to agree with me, but it was funny. I had three people say, "You know, I don't watch it, but you kind of made me want to watch it." I'm like, "Yes, I can make people do things." How will I use my power? Will it be for good? Probably not. Um, just, just, just like magic, man. In Mad Max franchise news, uh, the sequel to the latest Mad Max will not star Charlize Theron's Furiosa. I don't know if that disappoints anybody or not. It you know it's it's a Mad Max movie. It's probably going to star Mad Max. Yeah, that's fine. I um, hope it stars the guy with the guitar. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's, I, that's no, I really wanted him to die. I really wanted him to die. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Steve Zahn, the lovable Steve Zahn. I think he's cool. He's in a lot of stuff, a lot of comedies. He just got cast for the war for the Planet of the Apes, along with our good buddy, Chad Rook. So Sweet. congrats to him. That's a huge role. And uh, wish him all the best. Hopefully we can have him on and talk about that movie once it's out. Uh, he's a very, very busy dude making movies, producing, <clears throat> excuse me, producing and starring in movies. So we wish him the best and congrats on that. Uh, back to New York Comic Con, the Daredevil season two trailer. Uh, what they did, it seemed like, is they aired like this uh, this critic raving trailer for season one. You know, like pretty much stating if you haven't watched this, you're dumb uh, type trailer. Yeah. Like, because Daredevil blew people away last year, and rightfully so. It was it was really well done, and uh, they included at the end a little little snippet of what to expect from season two and you got your first look at Electra and the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am psyched for season two. Like I, you know, Electra is going to be cool. And John Bernthal as Punisher. I never thought of it before. I think it's perfect. Of course. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, it's daredevil. It shouldn't, if it disappoints on any level, people are going to be very upset, but I don't think it will. Yeah, I think I think people aren't gonna like Jessica Jones uh, as much as they like Daredevil. I think I'm excited it for got Jessica Jones. Really, it it got received really well at New York Comic Con. Did people it? Really? Yeah, people really liked that first episode. Awesome, a lot. Good. So good. I think people will end up liking Jessica Jones just as much. Good. Good. I, I'm yep. ex- I'm excited for it. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's a different type of story. So mm-hmm. it's not your typical you know capes and and punching. So, yeah. Exciting stuff. Uh, We could talk about the rumor that Marvel and Netflix are trying to work on a Moon Knight series. That would be fantastic. I don't know much about Moon Knight, so... Yeah, I don't know who Moon Knight is. Uh, 
Okay, well, Moon Knight is kind of like Marvel's Batman, only instead of where people always try to be like, Batman's crazy and try to point out, Moon Knight is actually crazy. Moon Knight <laughs> has, uh, he has multiple personalities. Uh, like in the Ultimate Universe, he had four, I believe, and one of them was a little girl. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm not nice. sure how, yeah, I'm not sure how many are in the 616. Six at the moment. I'm not up totally on that version of Moon Knight. I know about the ultimate Moon Knight, but Marvel seems to be pulling a lot of stuff from Ultimate and 616. Yeah. So, and as far as I know, there's not that much difference between Ultimate Moon Knight and 616 Moon Knight, but he is. He's got multiple personalities. So, like, one of his personalities is like this amazing businessman that runs this company, and another one is just this really dark vigilante that wants to go out and hurt people. One of his personalities wants to actually murder people, and then the little girl is like the conscience who doesn't want him to murder people. It's in, it would be just fantastic. Fantastic television, I think. All right. Get the right person to play that. That could be amazing. And (laughs) everybody listening who might know more about Moon Knight can totally correct me on all that because I know I just got a bunch wrong because, like I said, my Moon Knight knowledge is real limited. But from what I know about him, it could be so much fun. He was one of the Marvel Knights books, right? Like they did yes. like the Marvel yep. Knights line with Punisher and Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. he's totally, like I said, he's totally dark. He's a, he's a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd be into it. I, you know, I just never, never picked up one of his books. It wasn't like I didn't want to. I just never did. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Cool. I've got to start. I've got the uh, Marvel Unlimited, so I'm going to oh, try sure. and read. Yeah, so I'm going to try and read some Moon Knight. They, you know, in the hype machine of Marvel, they released the the trade of Jessica Jones uh, that Bendis did originally. And uh, Alias is back out. Yeah, volume I one. thought that was out of print. Oh man, I've got to get that. I thought that was yeah. out of print. That um, you know, maybe a month ago I picked that up, and uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to work my way through that, and uh, I'm loving it so far. Like she, <laughs> spoiler alert, she catches Captain America and sees a secret identity in the beginning, like. Mm-hmm. If they do any kind of hinting to that in the first couple episodes, that'd be pretty cool. I doubt it, but you know, because well, in the, kind of, in the yeah. movies he doesn't really have a secret identity, so yeah, nobody does. Yeah, so. right, exactly. Um, okay, so let's see. Oh, but yeah, one more thing about DC Animated. Over the weekend, they also did the trailer for Batman: Bad Blood. Uh, this is movie is going to be it's continuing the the Batman movies. I guess they're doing like a Justice League and then a Batman movie every year. Uh, mm-hmm. as far as animated goes, and then they're going to do, uh, uh, they got the killing joke and then they just did that justice league gods and monsters, which is like an offshoot. It's not in their, their canon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a separate thing. And it was great to see Bruce Tim back, um, in the animated stuff. Uh, this DC, uh, what is it? Batman, bad blood introduces two bat family characters that have never been in the animated form or any form really other than in the comic books. And that's, uh, Batwing and Batwoman. Uh, which is cool. Uh, Batwoman is very different, dark. If you can get darker than Batman, I don't know how, but mm-hmm. she can try. Um, and she's a lesbian, so mm-hmm. very different. And then Batwing is actually Lucius Fox's son, Luke Fox. And uh, dum, cre- creative dum, naming. Dum, creative dum. <laughs> yeah, I had one website say they're introducing a brand new character, Batwing. I'm like, oh, you failed, website. You have failed. He might as well be. Nobody he, nobody knows who he is, and it's a dumb. So 
Yeah. Uh, you know, why not That's just... some journalism right there. We're also <laughs> fact, always fact check. We also haven't gotten to one other thing, which you were probably going to get to. Go for it. Dick Grayson is Batman. Right. So they're kind of combining, because Batman's missing. Um, at the end of Batman versus Robin, uh, Damian Wayne leaves to go find himself, and Bruce lets him do this. Uh, spoiler alert. Sorry, kids. Um, he, he goes off to this, this monk temple, and he's trying to discover who he is. He, you know, he's always been told he's this this warrior from Ra's al Ghul, or he's this heir from Talia al Ghul, or he's Robin from Batman. He wants to know who he is. He wants to find himself. So he's gone. While he's gone, something happens to Batman, and it's actually Batwoman's fault, uh, is from what I can tell. This all happens in the first, like, uh, ten minutes of the movie, this new one. <coughs> Excuse me. And Batman is missing, presumed dead. Um, in the books, there's a long time when Batman is, like, jumping through time, and he's he's dead. And Dick takes the reins as Batman for a long time. And he actually trains Damien for a while. Excuse me, I got a cough. Okay, I'm back. So, anyway. <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> uh, so it looks like Dick is going to be Batman in this movie, and he's got the yellow Bat logo um, that he's wearing instead of the just the black one that they've been using in the Bat suit. Which... You know, it follows the books, but it's also pre-New 52 storyline, and they've jumped to the New 52 storylines in these cartoon movies. Uh, so it'll be a little interesting. I don't know. It sounds like you don't like it. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm just, I wasn't a huge fan of Dick Grayson being Batman, that's all. Sure. No, I get that. I mean, he's not meant to be Batman. He wasn't, his whole thing was he didn't want to be Batman. Um, that's right. why. That's why he left to be Nightwing. Right. Um and I think he did it more of as an obligation to Bruce, thinking if I do this, he's coming back. I don't know. I, I never read R.I.P. Um, I think it's Batman R.I.P. His storyline. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited. I, these, like I say, these animated movies are a lot of fun. So uh, I always enjoy them, and uh, I'm looking forward to Justice League versus the Teen Titans. I think it's called. Uh, they're gonna do it like next year. I think. Should be cool. Uh, Batman Bad Blood is early 2016, I believe, and they I think they they screened it at NYCC. Um, um I don't remember. It's possible. Who knows? Yeah. People that were there know. Uh, and Yvonne Strahovski or whatever her name is from Chuck, she is the voice of Batwoman. Uh, Chuck sure. and Dexter and uh, 24, all that stuff. She's cool. Oh, uh, all right. On the list here, real quick, we can run through this. Powers Booth, Booth is returning to Marvel. He was uh, one of the shadow consultant people in the first Avengers movie that were yep. kind of operating S.H.I.E.L.D. from the shadows. Uh, he's going to appear on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so that's kind of cool. Uh, Chris Vance is going to appear as Non in Supergirl. Yes, Non. Non. Uh, exciting. Uh... Just uh, we don't have to go into it too much. I just want your opinion. Universal is trying to do the the movies again, the monster movies. Uh, they're doing the Mummy again reboot, and they they think they might do a female Mummy. I'm okay. Uh, I'm okay with that. Um, the Mummy is like the least interesting of all the monsters to me. So sure, sure go ahead. Yeah. I won't see it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, what else can I kind of gloss over? Uh, that's about it. Uh, this is kind of a, it was a rumor until it was confirmed today, actually. 
uh, Thor Ragnarok will feature the Hulk. Sure. Hooray! No, uh, yeah, because he's not going to be in Civil War, and uh, people are kind of curious as to where he might be. And there you go; he's going to well, be. Well, he's off going to look, going to get himself to look more rumpled at all times. More rumpled, like Mark Ruffalo only can. He just always looks so disheveled at all. Uh, times. He did one of those cool actor things where he wore a mask and walked around NYCC. I saw that. <laughs> that was pretty cool. And I saw... so did Jared Leto apparently. Oh really? I yeah. Didn't see that and one. then he took a picture with like he's like wearing a gorilla mask. He took a picture with some dude dressed as the Joker. That's awesome. Yes. And, uh... he's just, and he just labeled it. He had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about it yet, but um, Ben Affleck has said it, and Will Smith has no, no. Will Smith has said it. I can't say Ben Affleck has. Will Smith said he never met Jared Leto when they filmed. He only met the Joker. How awesome is that? <laughs> of course, he said that. <laughs> well, that a lot of them like an actor thing to say. <laughs> a lot of them said that they don't like. He was in. He was in character all the time. Like there was a story that he sent them all like really horrifying gifts. Um, after he left, like they're just disgusting gifts and very much. You know, I, I believe it. Jared Leto is a man who commits and he commits oh, yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. That is one thing that is completely uh, true. That seems like fan service to me. I don't know. Possibly. I don't think I believe it. Uh, but, you yeah. know, they talked about Heath Ledger renting like this hotel room and just writing journals all day, every day as the Joker. I mean, there's methods. They're just trying. Yeah. I think what they're trying to do, I think they did it with, Heath Ledger and I think now they're trying to they tried to I think they tried very hard to push Heath Ledger up front to get people over Jack Nicholson and now I think they're trying to push Jared Leto real hard up front to try and get people over Heath Ledger which for me to me and I think you guys both will agree I'm not comparing him to Heath this is a different interpretation of the Joker it always is right just like it's always a different interpretation i mean the story is typically the same but it's always a different take on batman or superman the most constant the most constant joker honestly is mark hamill that's the only one that's (laughs) like the real one that sticks most of the time it lasts the longest at least he's majority like the majority is he's beloved as the joker i know matt doesn't really care for it Hamill as the Joker. No, he's he's fine. He's just not my favorite. I, which what do you I think of the one who did. played the Joker in Origins? Uh, what was that? Was Mark? That was Mark. No, the one in Origin is Troy. Oh, Baker. that's right. He was just yeah. doing. He was just doing a Mark Hamill. He was impression. doing Mark Hamill. Yeah. You know, I know. <laughs> I know. I know Matt's favorite, but let, let him tell you. Yeah, God. I think John DiMaggio is my favorite. Oh, for I real. He, I think he did a really Red fabulous Hood. job in in uh, Under the Red Hood. And I just something about it was more. He was very good at that. I mean, Hamill is great, and he always, you know, he's he's defined the Joker for so long. But he's always just been, and you know, it it wasn't his fault. It was a, a the material he was given. He was always very cartoony. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, DiMaggio was a little more serious. I think he got because f- of the material he had to work with. Yeah, and absolutely. I liked it a lot. So th- I think that is my favorite. And I, I like, wish he had more than one chance to do it. I liked his performance at the end when he's trying to stop Batman from stopping. It was like, oh, you're gonna ruin it. Like I, I loved that scene. Oh like, yeah, he's like, I'm the only one who's finally. Or he's like, yeah. I'm the only one tonight who's gonna get what he wants. Yeah, it was, that was a good, oh, a good scene. I think I think Hamill got to really flex as the Joker in the in the video games. 
for mm-hmm. sure. They let him go way darker yeah, with the stuff they yeah, says, especially in Arkham Knight, because right. he's just following yep. him around the whole game, and mm-hmm. it, he has so much dialogue, and it's yeah. all amazing. Yeah, it's really yeah. well done. Um, yeah, definitely really good. Which is why I, which is probably why I got so excited for him to come back in the Killing Joke, because uh, I was just playing that game, and then they made the announcement. I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be great, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think I think DiMaggio would be just as good. Um, I really liked the dude from Lost who was uh, the voice of the Joker for The Dark Knight Returns. Um, he did a good job. Again, that's a different. Oh yeah, that yeah, but that's definitely it's an older very style. Different. Yeah, it's a yeah. different. You're a different Joker you're talking about, but he did a good job there. Very creepy. Yep. Um, as only Ben from Lost could be. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let's dig a little bit into this. Not too much. Let's just laugh at it. I guess. Indiana Jones Five. Heck yes! Oh, <laughs> no, how oh, Danny. dare you? Oh, I'm not serious. I know. In the slightest. I know. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, because like, can I tell a story? David knows this. Of course, of course. I have seen the fourth Indiana Jones movie hundreds of times, maybe. Um, I used to work in a photo lab at a Walmart, and the, the you know those little like TV displays that go like mm-hmm. in a circle. Uh, mm-hmm. I worked right next to that like literally 40 hours a week. And for a long time, the movie that was playing on those was Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So I know every terrible decision that they made (laughs) in that movie by heart at this point. Um, I also got to see the Tinkerbell movie a lot. That was wonderful. But um, (laughs) no, don't make another one of these. (laughs) Stop. You're ruining it. Well, here's That's the only thing I can say. Here's Spielberg's quote. He's uh, doing press junkets for his new movie, Bridge of Spies, with Tom Hanks. Sure. Um, so he was asked about it, and he said, here's his quote. We've got to figure this out because now, Spielberg says, Tom Hanks is tied with Harrison Ford. Harrison and I, and I did four movies. Tom and I have done four movies. Now, I'll probably do an Indy 5 with Harrison. It'll be five for Harrison, four for Tom. Then I've got to make another one with Tom. So that will be five for Tom, five for Harrison. And I think I'm going to leapfrog that way for the rest of my career with Daniel Day-Lewis in everything else. Uh, so, <laughs> well, at least he's honest. <laughs> I think it, I think most of that might have been a joke. Um, oh, well, it sounds kind of like a joke. <laughs> yeah, right. But who knows? You know, I thought they were going in the line of rebooting it um, to start over with a younger Harris. With yeah. Shia LaBeouf. No, <laughs> the, the big Shia rumor. Shia LaBeouf. The big rumor was that Chris Pratt was going to do it, and but now again, of course, it's always Chris, Chris Pratt. Chris now. Pratt is the new Tom Hardy, and yes, he's he is being cast for everything. Which I like Chris Pratt more than I like Tom Hardy. So do it. I watch Chris Pratt and everything, honestly. Um, I'll, but I'll anyway, I'm to the day I die, Jaws nineteen. Let's do it. Anyway, you know, would I mind if Indiana Jones became like a James Bond? Not so much. Um, I think that would be okay with that kind of a franchise if they made it that way, like, you know, a new one every 10 years or whatever. Um, mm. but again, I also don't need like the it. The doctor, he regenerates. <laughs> See, <laughs> I would go in, I don't know. Sometimes I'm that person who's always like, you know, whatever, reboot everything. But then once in a while, I find that there's a character that is just so tied to the actor who Mm -hmm. played them that it's really weird. 
But if they want to remake it, whatever, go ahead. I'm not going to go watch it. I'm not I'm I'm not going to sit here and say you're ruining my childhood because you know why? I own all three, well all four actually, original Harrison Ford Indiana Jones movies and I can sit here in my house and watch them as much as I want. I don't need to go see your new movie and your new movie doesn't hurt my new Indiana or my old Indiana Jones. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh Oh, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Nah, that sucks. Never mind. Sorry. Oh, bummer. All right. Um, all right. So one more thing before we get to the news story Danny's waiting for. Um, <clears throat> today, actually, they announced that, uh, well, no, yesterday, the rumor is that they're developing, one more time, I need a cough. Oh, geez. There he goes again. Way to go, Dave. Yeah, this is somehow my fault for getting what to say. I think it is. I, I okay. did this. I caused the universe to make this happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, Why the Last Man is now being developed for FX. Sure. I'm excited. That's a good place for it. Yeah, it's a good spot for it. I I'm like everything FX it. has been doing lately. And then I'm, just <laughs> – I'm just at a point where I'm like, whatever, make any – make everything. There's over 400 scripted TV shows <laughs> on TV now. Yeah. I I'll can't, get to them one day. <laughs> I can't begin to keep right. track of them. Go ahead. Make everything. You're just going to implode your own medium. Yeah. I mean I'm excited for it because they've been hinting at it for a long time and I love the comic books. Could I just live with just the comics? Of course I could. But you know they're going to make a TV show. I'll check it out. Also announced, and I don't know if either of you have ever read it, I've, I think I've tried to push it on to Danny, I love it, it's very much a very, very cool take on horrors, uh, the horror genre, Hack and Slash is going to be developed into a TV series. I've heard of Hack and Slash. I have also heard of it, Justin tells me to read it. I love it, uh, it's no longer, I mean he's not making it anymore, Tim Seeley does that book, right now he's doing Revival uh, for Image, and that's based in Wisconsin. What? Uh, uh, northern Wisconsin, where all the crazies live. Um, oh, yeah, you get out there and catch such good crappies. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they're, they're, ni- they're nice people. Basically, <laughs> they, they, they'll bring you a nice little pasta salad. Basically, the only other comic book I need developed into a TV series is Morning Glories, and then I'm all set. Yeah, that's like the last one left, aside from Lock and Key. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm so bitter about Lock and Key. All right, get over it. Um, so yeah, there's that. All right. So the big news, I know Danny is waiting on, uh, he's very excited to talk about Godzilla versus King Kong in 2020. Oh yeah. We've come (laughs) full circle, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to cinema history. (laughs) Right. Giant monsters breaking stuff. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Now, what's, what's the over under that either of these monsters appear in the movie for more than 10 minutes? Oh my god, this trend of showing not showing <laughs> enough of the monsters in a monster movie needs to end. It's like a Cloverfield set a precedent and then people followed it in the wrong way. Right. The Cloverfield problem, it was at least interesting. The problem was, yeah, Cloverfield there was a point to it. It's the Jaws effect. Yes. Uh, with Godzilla, he needs to be in the movie. Like they're following him for most of the movie. Just give me more shots of him swimming or something. I don't right. care. Like he's the star. It's <laughs> the CEO of Legendary, Thomas Tull was quoted mm-hmm. as saying, audiences really responded to Godzilla. In a bad way. Brian Cranston barely being right. in it and right. breaking my little now, I know. I know. I liked it. I thought yeah. it was really good. I know Matt is I a big most fan. most of it. I mean, like, you can't deny the scene where he shoots the fire into the face of the other monster. That is one yeah, of the most yeah. amazing things I've ever seen in cinema. 
Honestly, right. uh, it's I, I could watch that all day. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking forward to more of that. Hopefully, I thought Ken Watanabe was like the worst he's ever been in anything. Yeah, in he's movie, insufferable but, on that movie. <laughs> I mean, he staggers around in that movie looking <laughs> drunk half the time. <laughs> I looked, think he was. I think he must have been. He looked and acted like a drunk man for that entire movie. Drunk off that Godzilla love. Real quick, the legendary plan, Legendary Studios, the plan is, uh, let's see, 2017 we will see the release of Kong Skull Island with Godzilla 2 following in 2018. Then Godzilla vs. Kong will hit theaters in 2020. Great. So there you go. Sweet. Production on Giant Monsters Fight. Production on Kong Skull Island begins, uh, like, in three days, four days. My only problem continues to be King Kong is going to have to be just massive because no King Kong has ever been as big as Godzilla. Right. That's going to be amazing. Unless he's, like, climbing Godzilla. Like, that would be even better. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's what I mean. Like, King Kong, Kong. based on the... 325 foot tall Godzilla and King Kong was small enough to be able to climb the Empire State, State Building. Building. Godzilla mm-hmm. is going to step on King Kong and the movie's going to be over. Right, and he's clutching a woman in his in his hand and she's right. still like taller than, you know, the width of his hand. Right. So, I mean, Godzilla is going to step on King Kong and it's going to be over. Yeah. So, I you know, I'm just hoping for Kong. I know, I know, I know they'll make it work. It's just, it's just well, so the first funny. ten minutes is a fight, and then the rest of it is like the father-son story of a man trying to <laughs> it's get when, back no, to no, his no, daughter. No, 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 Danny, this is, it's, it's <laughs> the first ten minutes they fight. The rest of the movie they build the Justice League <laughs> <laughs> made of made of what's left of King Kong and Godzilla, right? The Justice League, right, right. Then they take on the Cloverfield monster and Mothra. Mothra. Let's King see. What are the Prince what of Space giant monsters? Some Prince of Space. <laughs> we like it very much. <laughs> What's wrong with being a boot black? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm gonna have to watch that tonight. Now uh, that's such a good one. The, the dubbing, the dubbing in that movie is astounding. It's um, so terrible. I think it's clearly like a like a 30 year old man doing those children. For like, those that don't know what we're talking about, Mystery Science Theater 2000 episode where they do Prince of Space, and it's genius. Uh, no, they could fight like Voltron. <laughs> like uh, they could do everything. They the, could have the Power Rangers the, in there. The Zords like, from Power Rangers. Get the yeah. Zords. Power Rangers. For sure, you can get Beast Wars in there. Like, just throw it all into one bucket. I'm sick of seeing one terrible movie. Just put it all into one, like a toy box. I like Lego Movie Man. That's all I, I wanted I to see what it looked like. You know, when you're a kid, Power Rangers looks cool. But it's as, so bad. It's yeah, so bad. as it's an adult, really I, I went to Netflix and found my favorite episode arc, which was the introduction of the Green Ranger. That was my favorite. I love that. Sure. So yeah, I went back and watched the first well, episode. Favorite arc is when he becomes the White Ranger. That's a good one too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I went back and watched the first episode and said, I can't watch this anymore. Oh, like no. it's, you can't it's deal with Tommy. Completely unwatchable. Though, I can deal with the wonder that is the Green Ranger named Tommy. I can deal with him because I'm the actor's amazing. He's such a cool dude. Um, he's I'm an not, MMA fighter now, right? And he's at yeah. every Wizard World convention yep. ever. Like he's the, at not just Wizard. He's at every convention. Period. Yeah, right. He's that's everywhere. His life now. Which you know, you make good money that way. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. he's at MMA. He wants to fight CM Punk, and uh, uh, good, good at him. Uh, 
Yeah, just it was tough to get through that episode. Now, if I remember, you know what's even worse? You know what's even worse? If you think Power Rangers is bad, go back and revisit Big Bad Beetleborgs. Oh, Beetleborgs. <laughs> I saw oh, New Year's say Beetleborgs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot that the whole title was Big Bad Beetleborgs, <laughs> I did by too. the way. I thought it was just Beetleborgs. No, it's unbearable. I didn't make it through the first episode. It was unbearable. I was thinking about Beetleborgs the other day. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, never liked, so bad. I never liked them because so that was like the offshoot. Those toys. That yeah, was like, this is, that's my point half the time. People are always like, oh, my God, you're ruining my childhood. It's like, have <laughs> you been back and watched any of these things? Not recently? all of it's great. <laughs> Not all of it's great. Even as much as I love it, I love it. I'll watch the hell out of it. But – 1988 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is not good. <laughs> it's just oh, they not. were they were all available on Netflix in 2011. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, like, there was yeah. a comic book that was Power Rangers Turbo versus Beetleborgs Metallics. <laughs> of course, there was. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, was Digimon thrown in there. <laughs> uh, that was a cartoon, wasn't it? <laughs> Digimon, Digital Monsters. What was the one starring uh, Matthew Lawrence? He did something crazy like this. Uh, I have to look it up now. Transmorphers? You might well, be right. Animorphs. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Let me the see. Secret World of Alex Mack. Something like that. <laughs> that's that's that. into a puddle. Yep. All right. They're all coming back to me. I can name Super, all the different Nope. Nope. He was do this. Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. That's what oh, it was. I've never even heard of that. Oh, my. <laughs> that's the best <laughs> name on the planet. That's I'll never think of anything better than that. It might as well just Super, give up trying. The, the quadruple S. Superhuman mm-hmm. Samurai Cyber Squad. It's, now, the thing was with with Power Rangers, and you didn't really care as a kid, but you watch it now, it's the fight scenes were all done in Japan. and they right, it was a it. show in Japan, mm-hmm. and right. they added yeah. American segments. Because there's a part when when the Green Ranger is being turned into the Green Ranger, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's in the shadows, and he sits up, he doesn't have the helmet on or anything, and you can totally tell that that's not the dude that plays Tommy. Oh man, because all the not rocking a massive ponytail for one, right? All the bad guys, all their scenes are done from a Japanese version. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very obvious. You ever look at the mouth on that Rita lady? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) never matches up. (laughs) No, it's amazing. Oh well, that was a fun trip down memory lane, um, if you want to call it that. Uh, Let's talk about Are You Afraid of the Dark? (laughs) I'm just waiting for that. They're going to redo that. I'm sure. Well, they just did Goosebumps to Jack Black. Why not? All the trailers for that make me so sad. You have no idea. Yeah, I kind of want to just go see it anyway. Oh, I'm totally – I totally <laughs> want to see it anyway. I love Spy like, Kids. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> but it's like how – why did they make this a comedy? If you go back and watch the old Goosebumps TV show, they tried to make it a creepy those- show for kids. But Goosebumps is really bad. Like, there's some really oh, bad course, episodes of that. Like, super duper, like, terrible. Like, there's the one where they turn into a dog or something yeah. like that. And, I mean, it's just straight terrible. But it features some of the least... finest Canadian acting on the planet. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think oh, comedy is the right way. Then they can, they're they just going to throw everything into one bucket. Like, the Lego movie. Like, I'm saying, just do that more often. It's perfect. But this is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You never get boring. It's like video. It's the video game premise. Everything got to you got to ratchet it up at one notch every twenty minutes or so in but, movies but, these days. But when do you clank it up? Hey oh, oh man, you got me on that one. Ratchet and clank, get it? Love, love mm-hmm. it. Love ratchet and clank. Uh, I've got a lot of stories. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? <clears throat> I'm exhausted um, from all that. 
Um, I just saw a really good movie, if you guys want to talk about a movie real quick. Dave, you're familiar with Flight of the Concords, right? Oh, yeah. Did you watch their vampire movie? Yes, I did. <clears throat> I watched I watched the crap out of that movie, Dave. That movie was Is one of the funniest Netflix? movies I've watched. No, no. I, we oh. got it through iTunes, so we watched it. Yeah, I, I, somebody was talking about it recently, and I really wanted to watch it. Um, what's, in, what's the title? It's called What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Oh, I heard yeah. that was pretty darn funny. Oh, it's very funny. It is one of the funniest movies. It starts off kind of slow, but it's 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 a it's That's a mockumentary. That, yeah, that was directed by Taito Wakiti. Wakiti. Yep. Yes. Yeah, they want him to do Thor Ragnarok. Really? He's yes. he's good. After watching this movie, all the effects and stuff that they do with that, like uh, like it's supposed yeah. to be intentionally silly, but like if you've seen the trailer, you see them like the them he's... floating up and fighting and stuff. <laughs> it looks really good, like for what it is. Like, did you rent it or did you buy it? I bought it because I'm I'm gonna watch that again for sure. Yeah, it's a really yeah. really good movie. It's it's funny and it, and all the jokes are really good and it's got a really big heart. Honestly, like it, like they're really good at that flight uh, of the Concords. They'll do these like terrible like the people behind those and that type of sense of humor that they're going for. I mean I mean <laughs> I mean uh, what's the, nice. what's the name of their manager? I'm sorry, Reese Darby. Uh, yeah, so he's in it, Murray, um, and he's amazing in it. Um, he's not doing his typical like Murray type thing. He's no, very he's, funny. He's amazing and everything. He was in what the Yes Man. He was awesome. He's the Harry Potter nut. Oh, that's right. They go to the Harry Potter party. Uh, that's so funny. Did that make I you sad? That no, that scene was perfect. Okay, <laughs> it's, it really was. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um. So I can't. Yeah, I can't recommend that enough. There's a there's a particular character that I really really like. They Peter. That's that's responsible for all of them being vampires, and he's like eight thousand years old. It's hilarious. It's right. really funny. So maybe I'll maybe I'll rent it or buy it this weekend. But yeah, it. it's a it's a mockumentary style thing. It's very it's it's very well done. There's like little takes to the camera and stuff. All right. Any requests for Flight of the Concords, real quick? <laughs> for Flight of the Concords. Um. Oh, I only know that wrong. one. So, oh, what's I'm blanking on it. I told you I was freaky. <laughs> or sugar lumps. Oh, girl. Tonight we're gonna make love. You know how I know. Here it is. Because it's Wednesday. Tonight we're gonna make love. You know how I know. Because it's Wednesday. Wednesday night is the night that we usually make love. Monday night is my night to cook. Tuesday night we go and visit your mother, but Wednesday we make sweet weekly love. It's when everything is just right. There's nothing good on TV. You haven't had your after work, social, sports team practice, so you're not too tired. It's all just a future EP. You lean in and whisper something sexy in my ear like, I might go to bed now, I've got work in the morning. Okay. I know what you're trying to say, girl. You're trying to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's business time. It's business time. <laughs> it's business. It's business time. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's time for business. Hello, it's Jermaine. business time. Oh man, that's the ending of that show made me so sad. Yeah, but they did it right. Yeah, they, it, they, they ended right on the on the top on top. That that last season was perfect. 
Uh, yeah, with uh, shut up, girlfriends of the past, New Zealand town. <laughs> yeah, so good. They know what they're doing. They, they do the right stuff. All of the stuff he did for Muppets, I thought was good. Yeah, well, Jermaine Clements. He was even good in Men in Black Three. I didn't see that. You're leaving. You didn't see Men in Black Three? No, I didn't. Oh, well, it was actually better than Men in Black Two. Because I can't. Uh, I, I like to watch that. My favorite I scene of two. Good movie. My favorite scene in yeah. two was the, the whole flushing thing. Star Trek Beyond has finished oh, yeah. its production. I saw Simon Pegg put out yep. a, a picture. Yep. What is the picture of? I didn't click on it. It is a picture of... Wait a second here. It's filming... Uh, I, uh, I can't seem to find... I've seen several different pictures here. It doesn't... Let's click on Collider. Let's <laughs> see what they think. It is a picture of... I don't know. It doesn't. For some reason, it's not. Like I'm well, seeing. You, were, seven, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> uh, almost it history. It says it's just marking the end of, or yeah. the end of filming, so it's nothing major. Let's see. Oh, it's just all of them standing on the bridge doing the Vulcan salute. It's uh, it's the cast and Simon Pegg all just kind of standing on the bridge. Well, I guess Simon Pegg's in the cab. Yeah, I was going to be like, he's not in this one. He's just there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got an Apple yeah. Watch. <laughs> well, you're Simon Pegg. Why wouldn't you have an Idris Apple Watch? Idris Elba. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Love me some Idris Elba. Love like like that he was in a lot more of the, the second Thor. Uh, yeah, he was even in Age of Ultron. Yes, he was. They can keep putting him in all the movies. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. I don't care if he is in a Marvel movie. Let's put him in as John Stewart already. I mean, let, let's just do it. And for anybody that doesn't think he could be James Bond, you're out of your mind. Idris uh-huh. Elba can do anything. He's even a, a fantastic DJ. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah, I know a lot about Idris Elba. After this is I watched, terrifying. Uh, um, Did- yeah, after I watched uh, what's uh, what's the name of that show he did Luther. After I yeah. watched that, and he is so good on that. And then I I, I like binged some Idris Elba stuff. He's good um, on uh, The Wire. He's really good in Yes, 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 yes. Idris Elba is good in everything. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be terrible, and Idris Elba is, is going to be killing it in that. <laughs> but yeah, he's a DJ. He does it all the time, apparently. Sure. Um, I'm sure he's been in something bad. Let me before for we, sure before we I'm wrap saying, up. But here. he's good in it. I'm sure. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Idris Elba filmography. 
Are uh, we going to play any games this episode? If we're out of news, we should play a game. I mean, Matt, do you ever get included in the games? I think I've played like once. Oh, Ghost, come on. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, but Ghost Rider, it's like stupid good. Like yeah. stupid. Tyler yeah. Perry's Daddy's Little Girls. I mean, why would you do <laughs> one of those? I mean, why and not? he was in Pacific Rim and Prometheus. Oh, yeah, he was in Pacific Rim. He was, a, he was, he was so in that movie. <laughs> Good call. I don't know. That movie was all right. The Wire and as Stringer Bell. Wow, Luther ran till 2015. I had no idea. Yeah, they did another season. Oh, They're doing he, it every once in a while. He does video games and music videos, too. He was in a Mumford & Sons video. Oh, I, saw, I watched that. I watched that video. He's good in it. I think he directed he it. Co-directed it. Yep. Uh, right. Yeah, I know a lot about Idris Elba. Yeah, this is weird. I don't, <laughs> I'm reading this from Wikipedia, and you're like, is that, oh, yeah, I do that. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Do What's his DJ name? I don't know his DJ name. DJ, I would just go with Idris. It's DJ Big Driss. <laughs> that's perfect. Or Big Driss the Londoner. <laughs> that's good, too. That's good, too. Oh, that's it. That's our that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta end on Idris. Uh, we'll end with uh, Matt. Thank you for joining us. Sure, yeah. Matt is from Two Broke Geeks. You can find them on Twitter at... Mm. 2BGPod. There it is. Uh, what does yeah. that stand for? I don't, I don't uh, follow. Right, we're done talking to you. Um, <laughs> hooray. And uh, you can find his their podcast, Matt and Justin, on iTunes. You should subscribe yep. there. And it's also on the Atomic Geekdom website. You can find it there. Yep. And uh, hopefully very soon, very, very soon, he's going to be doing some cosplay stuff for the website. Once, yep. Uh, I was actually just thinking about that. Life is kind of getting back into a place where I can where I can work on that again. Yeah, so. yeah. You're finishing up a big move and some work yep. stuff. So. Yep. Pretty excited. Uh, yeah. Pretty excited. Pretty cool. So, yeah, that's our show. Uh, DJ Big Driss, play us out. Nothing. Okay. We'll see ya. He's not here. Big Driss. <laughs>